test, test. Welcome to The Daily Rewind. My name is Tom Hannon, and today's classic broadcast features the San Francisco Giants and the New York Mets on May 5th, 1963. The Giants come in with Jack Sanford on the mound sporting a 4-1 record. The Giants are 15-9 and at the time, and the amazing New York Mets are 8-14 and with Galen Sisko on the hill. The game was first of two, and the Giants featured a Hall of Fame middle of the order with Willie Mays, Orlando Cepeda, and Willie McCovey. And the Mets feature future Hall of Famer Duke Schneider in the four-hole. And before we jump to the game, here's a quick word from our sponsor. My name's Tom Hannon, and I'm a franchise consultant. That's my day job. We help people who are in career transitions. They're frustrated with corporate jobs, or they become corporate refugees, or they have a bad COVID job, or they're in desperate need of a change. We find, in most cases, these people chose a path they never really wanted. And if you're one of them, and you want to explore new options, and you are interested in franchising or business ownership, but just don't know where to start, or couldn't find the right thing when you've dipped your toe in the water, we help you discover a path that you can prosper in with our personal service. If this sounds like something that you'd like to try, just reach out to me. You can click on the link in the show notes. You can go to Franchising Connection, no S, FranchisingConnection.com, and you can start a conversation right there. Just go to FranchisingConnection.com, and I'll look forward to hearing from you. And now, on to the game. Here's the pitch high for ball. It's three and one. 
Roscoe takes a moment, walks around out there. He gets settled down a little on the mound as he is behind to leadoff man Harvey Keen, three balls and one strike. Yeah. 
facing the first two men to face him in this, the first game of a doubleheader. There are a lot of people in this ballpark this afternoon. And we're going to have a lot of baseball played here today. And it's a beautiful day for a baseball game. Here's a pitch to McCovey, and it's low for a ball. Right along. 
down with the ground single to left, and that brings up second baseman Joey Alpatana. Alpatana was the seventh man to come up here for the Giants on top half of the first inning. Alpatana is hitting 156, one double, one run batted in. Chuck Hiller is out of action with an injury at the moment. Adam Alpatano stepped in to take over at second base. is low for ball. One and oh. Now Tom Haller leaves out the baggage first. Miss pitch is high. Two and oh of Alfacano. The reserved and box seat sections are absolutely filled. Breaking balls in there for a call strike, two and one. The bleacher sections in center field are absolutely filled. Fans are standing about three deep on the runway leading from the stands down toward the bleacher area on the right field side of the center field bleachers. And fans are standing in the back upstairs and they're standing in the back of the lower deck. Here's 2-1 pitch. He's running. Swing. And here's a throw through to second base. And he is safe. As Hunt is upended, it was a low throw. And Hunt tried to take it on a short hop. Tom Haller upended Hunt, so he is safe at second. Now kind of started to swing around and then checked it for a ball. So it's 3-1. He simply scored as a stolen base. The umpire at first argued down to tell. He says he did strike at it. He is uh, giving a signal to Mel Snyder behind the plate. Down to said he did carry it through. But we called it a swing, and now Alvin Dark is coming out to see what's going on. The manager of the Giants, Texas played umpire Mel Snyder, to see what uh, goes on. He started the swing. We called it a swing, and then Snyder uh, had called it a check, and both scoreboards have it 3-1. Donatelli signaled out from first base and said, no, he carried it through. And so now Dark wants to know who's calling balls to strike. He's still shaking his head and trying to take his mask off now and is standing squarely facing Alvin Dark. Standing there, uh, an intent listener, is Joey Malpatano. Getting a time from Choo 
Pikachu for the payoff pitch. And he's called out on strike. The breaking ball got him. Cisco's first strikeout. And the top of the first, the Giants got three runs on two hits. No errors and one left. And at the end of a half inning, it is the Giants three and the Mets coming up. Nothing. Here's a riddle for filter cigarette smokers. What slides right open, slides shut tight. That's a thousand for convenience and scores with the taste that's right 20 times. It's Viceroy's exclusive new slide top case. Greatest improvement in cigarette packaging since the flip open box. Crush proof like a box. It slides right open, slides shut tight. Works so easy and with just one hand. Inside, Viceroy. The filter cigarette that tastes the way you'd like the filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. And if you smoke all seven leading filter brands, you'll find some taste too strong, just like the unfiltered kind. And others taste too light. They take all the fun and flavor out of smoking. But Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. So next time you buy cigarettes, make it Viceroy. Jack Sanford on the mound for the Giants has been safe to a three-run lead here by virtue of Willie Mays' three-run homer. Sanford, of course, won 24 big games for the Giants last year, and he lost only seven. Sanford's lifetime record in the National League, 98 victories and 64 losses.
rushing in from one corner of the ballpark up against a roar from another part. Second to first, Ramal Patano to Cepeda. Neal moved on to second. 
previously faced Ed Greenville and vice versa. Richard low for ball. Casey Single was the youngster in the cleanup slot. Here again this afternoon, had him batting cleanup uh, on Friday night. Batted him second yesterday. He'll lead to second. The pitch is outside. 2-0. Oh. Frank Thomas is on deck now for the Mets. The Giants lead by a score of 3 to nothing. On Willie Mays, three-run homer in the top half of the first inning.
The Mets got no runs on one hit. No errors and two left. And at the end of one inning, the score is the Giants three, the Mets nothing. Phillies will be in here on Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon, and Thursday afternoon. They, of course, are managed by Gene Mock, who was the manager of the year last year in the National League. Phillies yesterday shut out the Houston Cole 45, 7-0. And they'll be bringing along Art Mahaffey, one of the National League's finest hurlers. Jack Balshan, one of the finest relief men in the league. Demeter, former Dodger who's off to a great start to play. John Hope, who was a spark plug of the Pittsburgh Pirates in their pennant winning year of 1960, now playing third base for the Phils. Roy Severs, one of the great power hitters. Johnny Callison, one of the fine young ball players. They'll all be here with the Phillies Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon, and Thursday afternoon. Tickets are now on sale. That's the advanced ticket window here at the Polo Grounds, which is open seven days a week.
And now a word from Viceroy Cigarettes. We're the brothers four with the ballad of Lady Greensleeves. There once was a night Lady Greensleeves would wed, but he seemed to prefer to be single instead. But then the night heard Lady Greensleeves had said that her dowry was Carton's the Viceroy. Seven leading filter brands he had tried from seven young maidens, but six he
story about J.C. Stengel, a story about the coaches, Shea Stadium, the city around the scoreboard, and that's going to be quite a thing. Highlights of last year, the Farm Club, the men behind the scenes, as a complete page of players' autographs. To obtain your copy of the 1963 Met Yearbook, spend 50 cents for each copy to Met Yearbook, Polo Grounds, New York, 39, New York. Or if you want to pick up your copy in person, they are available and on sale at the Met Ticket Office at Pennsylvania Station. That's in the Long Island waiting room. Or the Met Ticket Office at Grand Central. That's at the foot of the Vanderbilt Avenue ramp. If you're keeping a baseball calendar, remember, Monday night, June 3rd, 8 p.m. at Yankee Stadium, it'll be the Mets and the Yankees in the Mayor's Trophy game, which is played for the benefit of Sandlot Baseball in New York. Right now, we're going to move along to the third inning of this, the first game of a doubleheader, and coming in here is Ralph Kiner. Two balls and no strike. 
his first hit, an indication that was what to come with the home run off Warren Spar. Two balls, no strikes. This score right-hander to the right-hand batter, Willie May. And he misses with a change of base inside and high, ball three. Mays went down. The pitch was not called. Change of speeds on the pitch. Willie bending over backwards, went back to the ground. So Mays has it three and all. The on-deck batter, Orlando Cepeda. Willie batting 253 in the year. Now the three-hole pitch. Bouncy ball hit down the third base line. It's called a foul ball. Johnny Neal fielded the ball. He could have made the play at first base in time, but the ball was fouled by about a foot. So Mays going for the 3-0 now finds himself at three balls and one strike. Well, he now has 11 runs batted in. Curveball is his foul. One ball and one strike. Tom 
are really pretty strong for the Giants in their pennant stretch. He drove in 17 runs and hit seven home runs during the month of September to give the Giants their big impetus at the plate. On the year, he hit 261 with 18 home runs. He was the quarterback for the University of Illinois. Cisco ready. A look at second. Cepeda there. And there's a pitch. It on the ground. It's foul. Picked up by Hodges. And it'll make it one ball and two strikes. Fowler signed for $50,000 while attending the University of Illinois. Which is not too unusual, but something that he did is certainly indicative of his character. He gave the school $2,500 of his bonus to repay part of his tuition. There on a football scholarship. Tom's brother, an umpire in the American League. Now Cisco back to the plate. And it's a foul ball back to the screen. You often wonder what would happen if Tom's brother was an umpire in the National League, an umpire behind his own brother. At the plate. Well, the way baseball is, I'm sure that be no favoritism at all. Not in any way. It's one and two on Tom Holler. 3-1 game. The Giants lead top of the third inning. This goal now back to the plate. There's a high pop-up in foul territory. The ball's going to go out of play. That'll hold again at one and two. And while we wait for a new ball to be put back in play, we'll use the opportunity to pause for station identification. WGY Schenectady, where you can hear all the games of the New York Mets. Here along with Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy from the Polo Ground. We're in the top of the third inning. The Giants batting with a runner at second base and two men out. Score 3-1, to their favorite, on the mound, Galen Cisco. off the bag and then stopping. Now Cisco sets and looks at second, then comes to the plate. And he misses with a high inside fastball. Two balls and two strikes. Home plate umpire, Merrill Steiner. At first base, Augie Donatelli. Jack Crawford, the umpire at second base. Vincent, the umpire third. Here comes Ron Hunt in back of the second base runner, but now going back to his position. No play there. And there's the pitch. It's high curve. Joe Harlow now has worked his count to three and two. Beyond deck batter, Joe Malfitano. Galen Cisco with an open base at first base. He'll pitch carefully to the left-hand batter. Muller has good power, although this year he has only one home run. Counterpart in the catching department having a great season. There's the curve. It's outside ball four. That puts runners at first and second. Ed Bailey, the other main catcher for the Giants, had four for four yesterday, including two home runs. And he's batting 419. So the Giants.
that they're well stocked in the catching department. They might go with only two during the year. They have one other catcher in their roster at this point. Jim Coker. He's the right-hand batter. Giants thinking so highly of their catching that they traded off John Orsino to the Baltimore Orioles, and he's quite a prospect. Here come the lights on now here at the ball ground. Runners at first and second, two out, the batter, Jim Davenport. Jim was called out in a 3-2 curveball his first time up. Should say Joel Malfatano was called out. Now the first pitch to Joe, bounce to third. Here comes Hill at the top play, he picks it up, goes to first base, just in time. Thank you. 
259. Thomas has a 190 average going. And he looks at a slider for a strike call. Frank was hit right on the fifth by a fastball with runners on first and second and two men out in the first inning and he bounced the ball back to the mound. Very checked in time on a curve. One ball, one strike. with a 4-1 record now on top and back to work. And there's a half swing. Strike two. Frank tried to go, tried to hold up and couldn't do it. One ball and two strikes. Score 3-1, Giants lead. Stanford back to Thomas and he picks up a strikeout on a fastball in the outside corner looked at by Frank Thomas. That is the third strikeout in the game for Stanford. And in the inning, for the Mets, no runs on one hit, no errors, no one left on base. And the score at the end of three, the Giants three, the Mets one. Well, after the Giants series, the Philadelphia Phillies come in for three games, and then the Cincinnati Reds come in, and they're moving along now after a very slow start. They got a fine pitching performance from Jim Maloney. In last night's game, he worked a four-hitter. They'll be in for a game on Friday night, and then they'll have a Saturday afternoon game, Ladies' Day there, Ladies' a minute for 50 cents, and Sunday, a big doubleheader with the Reds, who are picked by many experts as a team to watch and the team to beat in the National League race, and by the fact they're off to a slow start. Right now in today's game, they need to save those Cardinals 3-2. Going for the Reds is Jim O'Toole. He's pitching against Ray Sadecki. That game after two and a half innings. So you'll get your first look at Frank Robinson, Veda Pinson, Johnny Edwards, Gordy Coleman, Gene Freeze, Jerry Lynch, and a whole bunch of real outstanding players, including Joy Jay, Bob Berkey, and Jim Maloney. Tickets for these games available at three convenient locations, downtown at Pennsylvania Station, also downtown at Grand Central Station and right here at the Polo Grounds at the Advanced Reservation window. Ticket reservations may be made at any of the Howard Cole stores in the New York area, too. The Cincinnati Reds coming in this coming Friday night. Friday night, Saturday afternoon, and a doubleheader on Sunday, led by their very colorful manager, Freddie Hutchison. Right now, though, we're moving to the top of the fourth inning. Damon Cisco on the mound in his first pitch to Jose Fagan is fouled down in the dirt. Fagan with a single to center field in one try against Damon Cisco. Damon now through three innings has given up three runs. He's allowed four hits while striking out two and walking three. He walked the first two men that he faced in the ball game, and then Willie Mays, after one out, hit a three-run home run to account for the Giants' run. There's a pitch that knocked Fagan down. One ball, one strike. Fagan going down hard. That ball was right in there. Cisco is very sneaky fast, and he has a live fastball. He also throws a good overhand curve. Fagan batting 2-11. The pitch back is just inside. Two balls and one strike. This 
Bosco's last out was a week ago today. That was against the Pittsburgh Pirates. He worked seven innings, gave up two runs, was not involved in the decision. He has a record of one win and one loss. Now the 2-1 pitch. Foul tip. And that evens the count out at 2-2. Two two. The ball off of Chuchu Coleman. He's taking his leg. Two balls and two strikes. First game of a doubleheader. In the second game, schedule the pitch. Billy Pierce against Carl Willie. Plenty of baseball coming your way. Pitch back to Pagan. Hit foul. So the count will hold at two and two. Now, good hitter's time. The glare is out of the sky. The lights are on, but it's not dark. And the glare is also out of the center field bleacher area where you see a lot of white dirt. Here's a 2-2 pitch, a curve that bounced off of the plate. Again, foul. Tope Gon stays alive on the foul ball. Count two balls and two strikes. Beyond deck batter, Jack Sanford. Jack is not in the on-deck circle. It's the option of the ball club, whether or not the pitcher should be in the on-deck circle. Cisco now back to the play. And he gets a foul ball again from the bat of Jose Pagan. Pagan played in every game but one for the Giants last year. He just missed setting the record set by Maury Wills of the Dodgers, who played in all the Dodger games. 165. Pagan played in 164. So two little fellows going all the way. Now again, the 2-2 pitch. This one is inside. Pagan moves away. It's ball three, a full count. Interesting thing about playing in games, Willie Mays has missed only 19 games for the Giants in his career starting back in 1951. And the Giants have lost all 19 of those games. Now the 3-2 pitch. Again, a foul ball. So the cat holds the 3-2. and two. Willie Mays very instrumental in this game. His three-run home run giving the Giants a... 3-0 lead. The Mets scored one run in the bottom of the second to tighten it up on a home run by Tim Harkness. And that's the way it stands here in the top of the fourth inning with no one out. Sesco with a 3-2 pitch. There's one in the center field of base hit. Duke Snyder fields the ball. Pagan with a wide turn now holds. So Pagan, after fouling off several pitches, pushes one out in the center field, reaching out and hitting a soft liner to center field for his second hit of the game. Giants now have five hits to the Mets four. They lead 3-1, and the batter coming up is Jack Sanford.
Shepard batting for the right-hand side. He tried to punt his first time up and punted a pop fly to the first baseman. There's the throw to first. They got back ahead of the tag. Now Neal looking for the sacrifice punt. No one out. Neal at third base. Here comes Harkness charging. Sanford squares around and has to go down. The pitch is way inside a fastball. Sanford went right on his back. Late getting out because he had already moved around to punt the ball and he had to turn all the way around to his right side to get out of the way. One ball and no strike. Cisco now set a look at Big on at first. And back to the plate. Pagan goes. Here's a throw to second base. It's in the dirt. The tag is made. And a safe ball is made. Now Moran is arguing on the play. Jose Pagan never did fly in the play. Moran picked the ball up off the ground and made a backhand tag. The umpire at second base, Jack Crawford, right there in the play. And he said, no, he got to the bag. And it goes to stolen base. the second stolen base in the game for the Giants. Getting in the first inning with Tom Holler. Giants now getting the runner to second base. The count is two at all. This was a ball call. Now Sanford will bat. See what he does. Still looking for a punt. There's a punt try. Goes foul. Two balls and one strike. for the battle. The on-deck man, Harvey Key. Here looking for the punt. There's a punt try again. Again, it's foul. It's 2-2 now. Sanford trying to move the base around the third base. Where there would be a chance for the runner to score there without a base hit. a check on the swing by Sanford and the count goes three balls and two strikes. Giants lead three to one, top of the fourth. Damon set. he has a three-two count on Sanford and there is a curveball looked at for strike three. Sanford had squared around the punt the ball, he was fooled on the curve and took it. So Cisco picks up and out. That is his third strikeout in the game. And with one out, the batter will be Harvey Keen. Harvey Keen, who has walked and who was safe on an air, batting now for the third time. He has reached twice and scored one run. Harvey batting from the right-hand side, playing at third base. Gone at second, and here's the pitch. The curve roll for ball one. 
Jim Davenport played in yesterday's game. He had a big day, three for four, with one home run and three runs batted in. Davenport, the regular third baseman, Harvey has been used more in the outfield. Played infield for many years. Davenport, a big hitter against the Mets last year. He batted 460. He got an injured hand. Now Cisco on top and back to the plate with a curve. It's again long. Two balls and no strikes. He'll be followed by Felipe Lou. Cisco working mighty slow on the mound. He looks at the second base runner. Then comes back with a fastball on the outside corner. Two balls and one strike.
across in front with a long running drive, home run, off of the facade of the upper deck, the lower facade of the upper deck, and that ball was really tagged. You can't hit a ball any harder than that. Here's the pitch to Willie McCovey. It is a strike call. Came into his own last year. He had a tremendous year, batting 316 with 25 home runs and 98 runs batted in. Right here this year, he's off batting 376. That home run was his fifth in the year, and he has driven in 18 runs. There's a strike call in the fastball in the inside corner. A home run giving the Giants two more runs. They five to one. Boy, that ball was really shot. Back to McCovey, a curve. It's low for ball one. Giants had six home runs in yesterday's game. They won that one 17 to 4. Right now they have two home runs to count for all their five runs. There's a drive to right field. Going back and play ball. It's over there. Into the bullpen. It'll go for at least a double, maybe a triple. Played now by Shooter. Snyder in deep right center. Here comes the penalty to third. He is being held up. Up. Mets 
staff four hits in the game off Jack Sanford. He has struck out three and walked two through three and one-third innings. And the first pitch to Coleman, a left-hand batter, is a strike call. Two tremendous home runs by the Giants, one by Willie Mays for three runs and one by Philippe Lou. There's a pitch back. A curve low, one ball, one strike. with a curveball. It's cold foul. Going down at first base to get away from the ball, Sally Heman. That moves the count to one ball and two strikes. Jack Sanford, 34-year-old right-hander now, goes back to the plate. A swing and a miss for strike three. Strikeout number four for Sanford. Out number two here in the fourth inning. We'll bring up the shortstop, Al Moran. Al has one of the four hits off Stanford. He singled the center field his first time up. He's batting 224. Now Tracy Solid warming up in the bullpen again for the Mets. Pitcher's the on-deck batter. And the first pitch to Moran, a strike call, a fastball, letter high. With five runs, the Mets have one. Bottom half of the fourth inning. Big back to the plate. Moves out the right field. The little moves to his left. Now comes in. He moves fast and he makes the catch. Joe Sanford works the fourth inning. One, two, three. And the score now at the end of four innings of play. The Giants five. The Mets one. Now to bring you up to date in the scores around the league. Also the American League. Here is Lindsey Nelson. American League. The New York Jackies meet the Minnesota Twins in the latest start. It is Ralph Terry against Camilo Pasquale. The end of four innings of play. The Chicago White Sox three to Washington. There's nothing. Tom Terry against Ray Herbert. Nicholson out in the fourth with one on. That's the first game of the double headers. At the end of three and a half innings of play. The Baltimore Orioles four. The Detroit Tigers three. Hall against Reagan. Leon Homer in the second with one on, and Johnny Orsino Homer in the fourth with nobody on. Cleveland at Los Angeles to play the Angels in a later start. So that's the way things are going elsewhere right here through four innings of play. The Giants have five runs on seven hits, the Mets have one run on four hits, and the Mets have just taken Galen Fisco out of the game, and they have brought in hard-going right-hander Tracy Sally, who is warming up right now. Light rain still falling steadily here at the polo ground. Right now, in order to allow our stations to identify themselves, we pause for station identification. You are tuned to WGY Schenectady, your New York Mets station. The time is 27 before 4, and the temperature is 56 degrees. Bob Murphy and Ralph Kiner. Orlando Cepeda steps into the batter's box to face Tracy Sally. Half half of the fifth inning, and the pitch is high for ball.
Ponder picks the left hand batter, swung on, foul out to the left side into the upper deck out of play. Haller has a ground single through the hole in the left hand walk in his two previous appearances. Then Salad delivers a breaking ball that's low and it's one and one. here at the Polo Downs and the top half of the fifth inning of the first game of a scheduled doubleheader. That pitch is high away, comes all the way back, no damage done, there are no base runners. It's two balls and one strike to Tom Haller. Philadelphia Phillies will be here on Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon and Thursday afternoon. Fastball, high and away. Three balls and one strike now to Haller. Downer gets his sign. And the 3 1 pitch. It's in there for a call, strike two. and comes on back and Haller runs on down to first his sister comes over to retrieve the ball so Keith uh, Coleman did not hang on and Tom Haller swinging on a third strike goes on down to first base and now umpire Jack Crawford is second and strikes the ball and is throwing it out so Mel Steiner left to put a new ball in play Chuchu is now checking with umpire Mel Steiner as a strikeout, credited to Tracy Salad and a pass ball charged against Texas Chuchu Coleman. Either way you figure it, the Giants get a base running. Rain's falling a little more heavily, and we're only in the top half of the fifth inning. We do not have an official ball game here as yet. Before what must be the biggest crowd of the season, although we have no official turnstile count as yet. Estimate is that uh, the guard here today exceeds even that of Friday night when we had approximately 50,000 on hand. Here's Julian Alfatano up with one man out. Takes his inside for ball. Alfatano has been called on his strike and grounded out third to first. a throw over. Haller gets back safely. Giants lead by a score of 5-1. to Haller with the pitch. Fired tight and uh, hits the handle of the bat. The is that uh, the guard here today exceeds even that of Friday night when we had approximately 50,000 on hand. Here's William Alfatano up with one man on. Pitch is inside for ball. has been called on a strike and grounded out third to first. Here's a throw over. Alley gets back safely. Giants lead by a score of five to one. Ballard with the pitch. Fired tight and uh, hits the handle of the bat. As 
as the bat was dropped by Amal Fadana, started down to first base in the ruling of Mel Steiner. The umpires at the ball hit the handle of the bat and not his arm. Amal Fadana is holding out his arm saying, look at it, it hit me in the eye. And now Alvin Dart joins the conference there, so does Buddy Lockman. Amal Fadana still protesting violently that the ball hit him on the eye. Mel Steiner says it hit him in the handle of the bat. Salad in his eighth game appearance here. Previously a six seven in the third innings in relief in which he has allowed eight runs on ten hits. He has record no victories and three losses. One and one count to Malfitano. Pitcher Farnham is the ground ball going through for a base hit in the center field. Duke Snyder charges it on the way to third. It's Tom Haller. Snyder plays the second, holding it first. Here's an Alfatano. So the Giants have runners at first and third. One man out in shortstop, Jose Pagan, coming up. Giants up twice, and he has two hits. Giants lead in this game by a score of 5-1. to one. They got off to a very early lead on Galen Cisco, and Harvey Keen would walk, Philippe Alou would walk, McCovey fouled out to the catcher. Willie Mays had a long home run in the upper deck in left field. The Giants had a 3-0 lead. Jim Harkness homered for the Mets in the bottom of the second to make it 3-1. But the Giants came back to get two more on Philippe Ballou's home run with Pagan aboard in the top of the fourth. And that's where we are right now. The Giants lead 5-1. Pitch to the right-hand batter. He's inside. Ball one. The right-hander is up and throwing in the bullpen for the Mets now. Larry Bernard. Runners lead at first and third. And the pitch to Pagan is swung on and foul back. It's in the upper deck out of play. One and one. It has been raining just like this for a little more than an inning now. Not enough to uh, get the ground wet by any matter of means yet. Looks in to get a side from Chuchu Coleman. One man out here in the top half of the fifth inning. Pitch is on and foul back. This one's out of play. One ball and two comes in. Count to him of one ball and two strikes. Runners lead at first and third. Pitch is far out and fouled off and out of play. Count holds at one and two. Now to settle himself, wait a moment. Now he's in. Tom Haller is the base runner at third, and Joey Malfitano at first. Here's a one-two pitch. 
swung on, and it's a ground ball run through the hole in the right field for a base hit. Haller comes on to score. Amalfitan is on his way to third. Hunt picks up the ball in short right, plays it in, and Amalfitan holds it third. It's a ground single to right, and a run batted in for Jose Pagan. The Giants lead by a score of 6-1. to one. Pitcher, Jack Sanford coming up. Runners at first and third for the Giants. Sanford in the second inning tried to butt and popped out to first base. He was called out on strike in the top half of the fourth inning. So let's see what manager Alvin Dodd does with Sanford this time. One man out. Runners at first and third. Giants lead six to one. It's in there for a call strike. Go down to first is not in time. Did the bad shot to throw to swing, but was moving back on a breaking ball as he did and didn't offer and was right in there for a called strike. Then Tracy Shallard is set in the pitch. Johan hits the dirt, but he swung on and missed. Two strike shot. He just might uh, suspect that Jack Sanford has made up his mind before looking at one. It looked as he had to get out there in front of the plate, but he took a hefty cut. And it was blocked by Choo Choo Coleman. Two strikes out now to Sanford. As they get another ball in play. Again at first and off the counter at third. One man out and two strikes six to Sanford. Sails high and it's one and two. Pitch. And it's in there for a tall strike three. Tracy Sallard with his second strikeout. Harvey Keene is coming up now. Runners at first and third. The Giants leading here with six runs on nine hits. The Mets have one run on four hits. Uh, 
Now you can enjoy famous Rheingold Extra Dry and the new Jugamug. It's the first and only beer container with a wide mouth and a top that's so easy to open. Just pull the tab on top straight out, then straight up and off. You drink right from the Jugamug. No glasses, no openers, no deposits, no fooling. Jugamug holds the same and costs the same as the 12-ounce can. Buy it now wherever famous Rheingold Extra Dry is sold. Got it out, 
Woodard comes set. They should turn on and miss. Two strikes down to the Duke. And the 
top of the fifth. So Keene is up there to lead off right now. Larry Bernard with the fish. Grant is in there for a call strike one. Chad six to miss one. Top half of the sixth inning. First game of a doubleheader. Down towards Charlie Neal at third. He is near the bag and makes the catch in fair territory. The team pops out. Tineal is one away and Felipe Lewis coming up. This guy is going like a house of fire. He's hitting 376. He started the day hitting 374 and uh, leading the National League in batting. And he's added two points to the batting average in addition to picking up a home run and two runs batted in. He gave him 18 runs batted in that far. The glove moves a little and makes the shot. So a little fly to right, two away, nobody on, and Willie McCovey comes up. All out to the catcher, struck out swinging and
There's a swing and a little number right back to Sanford. He lobs on over to first base. Cepeda takes it for the out. One away for the Mets in the bottom of the sixth, and Frank Thomas is coming up. Frank is down to that pitcher to first and was called out on strike. Who's joined us along the way? Willie Mays puts the Giants out in front with a three-run homer in the top half of the first inning. Here's the pitch to Thomas. Swung on and foul back out of play. It's strike one. Mets have an off day tomorrow. They will travel up to the United States Military Academy at West Point to take on the cadets noon contest there. And they'll come into the polos on Tuesday night to meet the Phils. Thomas did not swing. He swung his body around, did not swing the bat, and it's a ball. One and one. Sanford, 65. There's a swing and a foul tip. One and two. Jack Sanford's a right-hander, and as he pitches, he swings his left foot across his body and back before getting unwound. What a big, big winner he was for the Giants last year. One-two pitch is low in the dirt. Two-two. day for the Giants. The day they traded with the Phils for Jack Sanford. They got him in exchange for catcher Valmy Thomas and pitcher Ruben Gomez. He's a swing and a ground ball to third. Taken deep by Harvey Keen. Across the diamond. Throw is low and he's safe at first base. And Andrew Cepeda couldn't dig it up. It's a throwing error charged against Harvey Keen. Thomas on at first base and bringing up Tim Harkness, the man who had the homer for the Mets in the bottom of the second. Hey, there's no time like the present, and what better way to use it than to pour yourself a tall, cold glass of Rheingold Extra Dry. Enjoy a friendly glass of Rheingold Extra Dry along with the game. It's the left-hand batter, and it's in there for a tall strike. First for the Mets, batting in the bottom of the sixth with the Giants leading six to one. Playing a ground ball that is going to the left side, going to go through for a base hit. Thomas continues and then uh, starts to go back, flips and does make it back to second. Ball is punched through the hole and there's a question who's going to go to the bag and who's going to go for the ground ball and Harvey Keen and Jose Pagan actually got a little mixed up on their signals. Keen started for it. Pagan thought he was going to go for it. Steps off the rubber. Runners holding first and second. 
Justice flying at the ground ball of Cepeda deep. He turns just a second. They get the man there. There's no relay. As Harkness is forced, Pagan took Cepeda's throw at second. Thomas moved on to third. But Chuchu Coleman is on at first, having forced Harkness. They go three sixes. Scoring Thomas moves to three. Two men out and shortstop Al Moran coming up. Never any doubt in the mind of Orlando Cepeda where he was going with that one. Since it was a hard hit ground ball. Harkness had not had a chance to get any sort of a start. Cepeda simply squared and fired on to Jose Pagan. Harkness was sliding in so that Pagan had no chance to make a return throw. Sanford checks and the pitch to the right-hand batter is low for ball one. Right is on Doug now, batting number nine in the batting order of the Mets in case you're keeping a score card. There's a breaking ball at tied, two and all. have returned to their seats and as far as I can tell nobody went home they just uh, went underneath a little shelter and moved around a little bit because we still have uh, the all intents and purposes a full hour to at the polo ground 2-0 pitch to Moran fine it's a ground ball to deep start going through from the base off the glove of Pagan Thomas scores Chuchu goes to third Moran holds with a single left to run that in Got one run. It was on a hand on two hits. 
One error and two men left. And at the end of six, the score is the Giants six, the Mets two. Coming in here now to carry you the rest of the way is Bob Murphy. will be going now to the seventh inning with Mary Benares on the mound for the New York Mets. Next weekend, it should be another big weekend of baseball in front of the polo ground. On Friday night, the Cincinnati Reds will open a four-game weekend series. The game next Saturday afternoon with Cincinnati will be a Ladies' Day game. And next Sunday, a doubleheader with the Reds, which will wind up the 15-game homestand for New York. We hope you're making your plans during the week for a big weekend of baseball next weekend with the Mets and Cincinnati Reds. Tickets on sale at the advanced sale window here at the Polo Grounds. Also for your convenience, the Grand Central Station near the 42nd and Vanderbilt Ramp and the Long Island waiting room of the Penn Station. Larry Benares as we go along to the seventh inning. Giants six runs, nine hits, two errors. New York two runs, six hits, one error. Larry Benares starting his second inning of relief. He retired team Alou and McCovey in order in the sixth inning. Now the hitter is Willie. He jacked up and hit a tremendous three-run homer in the opening inning. It's thrown by Benares, drives him back from the plate. One ball and no strike. Willie has hit a three-run homer, fly deep to left center, and fly to left. Now Benares, young right-hander, winds and pitches, hit down the right field line. This is veering foul toward the upper deck. Now we have a pretty nice day. Occasionally breaking through the clouds. The lights are still on. And the infield dried up in a hurry. One ball, one strike to Willie Mays. Next pitch by Abadas. Under the knees, ball two, two and one. Orlando Cepeda on deck and then Tom Haller. Out behind the plate, setting that low target. A ground ball whacks the shortstop. Up with it is Al Moran. He slides and throws in time, and Willie is out. One away, nobody on. Now Cepeda. Cepeda has one for three, a double off the right field barrier. Orlando hitting at 347, and he has six home runs and 18 RBIs. Cepeda leading the Giants with six homers. But Philippe Alou, Ed Bailey, and Willie Mays have all hit five. And Willie McCovey has hit four. Swing and a missed strike one. What a rip that was by Orlando Cepeda.
Smith out of his wind up the fifth. Outside and low. One ball, one strike. They're in the last of the ninth inning in the first game in Philadelphia. Houston leading the Phillies 5-4. to four. Dodgers and Pirates go to the ninth inning tied up 3-3. Three, three. Pitching 1-1. One one. Beautiful change up by Larry Bernard. He really slowed up on that one. In the last inning, he threw McCovey a great change up and got him to pop the ball up. Boy, that was quite a change of pace by Larry Bernard. One and two the count now on Orlando Cepeda. In comes the pitch. Fastball low in the count, even two and two. They're in the seventh inning in the opener in Cincinnati. The Reds leading the Cardinals five to three. Seven three and the Braves nothing after four and a half. A single game at Milwaukee. Cal Coons against Tony Cloninger. Pitching two and two. Ground ball hit George George to his left. Al Moran, he's up with it. The peg to Hartness, two down. Two up and two set aside now by Larry Bernard. That brings on Tom Haller. Two outs, nobody on. We're at the top of the seventh inning, first game of a doubleheader. Now Bernard. Out of his wind, up the pitch. Ground ball hit hard, up the middle for a base hit. There is the first hit given up by Larry Bernard. He had retired five in a row in relief. He'll bring up Joy Amalfitano. Amalfitano. Right hand batter. One for three. In the third, Tutu comes up with it. One ball and no strike. Quick throw to first, not in time. Now Larry Bernard looking in to get his fan for two two. Two outs and one on. Pitch to him now. Patano is in the dirt again, blocked by Coleman. No advance on the Lions, and the count goes two and zero. Carl Willie against Billy Pierce. One Harkness holding against Tom Heller. Ground ball stabbed by Larry Bernard. Thrown to first, the side is out. Trying to was hit hard, but Larry got it in the glove hand. No runs, one hit. No errors, and one left on. Seventh inning stretch time at the end of six and a half innings to score the Giants six and the Mets two. You know, a really smart hitter tries to look over the pitchers until he gets the one that's right for him. The same thing goes for shoulder cigarette smokers. Now look them all over and you'll hit on Viceroy. Because Viceroy tastes the way you'd like a filter cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. Now what do I mean by the taste that's right? Well, if you smoke all seven leading filter brands, you'll find some kind of taste like the unfiltered kind of they succeed. You 
result is too strong. Others taste too light. They filter all the fun and flavor out of smoking. But Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. That's right, fans. Try Viceroy and the exclusive new slide top case. It's crush proof like a box, but works far easier. It slides right open, slides shut tight. Either way, a familiar soft pack or a new slide top case, Viceroy's got the taste that's right. as we go to the home seventh inning. Don Rowe loosening up for New York. Right-hander Bob Bolin for San Francisco. Charlie Neal leading off against Jack Sanford in the last half of the seventh inning. And the wonderful fans of the New York Mets knocking up again in unison with their champ. Let's go Mets. And to get some big joy. Broadcasting booth under the upper deck and out of play. Larry Bernard is scheduled to hit next. Larry is out on the on deck, but he's a pretty good hitter. This is over. Ball strike. And a two strike down now on Charlie Neal. Charlie has single to right, drawn a walk, and reached safely on a throwing error by Orlando Cepeda. Off the outside corner, he's trying to get him to go for a bad ball. One ball and two strikes. 15-1 and 2. Outside and low, he lays off and the count even now. Two balls and two strikes. Gene Mark has got two in the last of the ninth inning to pull a game right out of the fire and beat Newsby for the five. Jack Hamilton, the winner in relief, and Al Woodersick was the loser in relief. Foul ball off, no play, two and two on Charlie Neal. Last year, the Phillies beat Houston 17 out of 18 games, and they're picking up right where they left off last year. Two-two delivery. Frank three call. The curves off the outside corner. That's number six in the game for right-hander Jack Sanford and brings up Larry Bernard. Willie Mays back deep into center field to pull in a long drive. 
pitch on the way, a foul ball, right back upstairs and out of play. Again today, it has been a giant home run power, providing them with a big lead. Yesterday, their first nine runs were knocked in with homers. Twelve of their 17 came in as a result of home runs. Today, home runs have driven in five of the six scored by San Francisco. Back upstairs. This will be out of play, and the count strikes two now on Duke Snyder. Jack Sanford getting out in front on just about every hitter. Pass to the ninth inning to pull a game right out of the fire, and Duke Newsom quits the fire. Jack Hamilton, the winner in relief, and Al Woodersick was the loser in relief. Foul ball off, no play, two and two on Charlie Neal. the Phillies beat Houston 17 out of 18 games and they're picking up right where they left off last year. Now the wind-up, 2-2 delivery. Frank recall. The curve caught the outside corner. That's another six in the game for right-hander Jack Sanford and brings up Larry Bernard. Now as Larry comes up to hit, Don Rowe stops warming up in the bullpen. Last year, Sanford was 24 and 7. A slow grounder right back to the mound, easily handled by Sanford. Two men down. Two outs and nobody on now. That brings up the Duke. And the Duke has one hit and three times up in the game today. His last time up, he sent Willie Mays back deep into center field to pull in a long drive. Here's the pitch on the way, a foul ball. Whacked back upstairs and out of play. Again today, it has been a giant home run power. Riding in with a big lead. Yesterday, their first nine runs were knocked in with homers. Twelve of their 17 came in as a result of home runs. Today, home runs have driven in five of the six scored by San Francisco. Foul ball, back upstairs. This will be out of play, and the count strikes two now on Duke Snyder. Jack Sanford getting out in front on just about every hitter. on deck, hoping that the Duke can save him a turn at bat here on the home seventh inning. Swing and a miss, he struck him out. Strike out number seven for Jack Sanford, a very strong inning for him. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left on. Seven innings complete to score the Giants' trick, and the New York Mets, two. Minnesota Twins lead the Yankees 2-0 in a single game at the end of three and a half. Ralph Perry against Camilo Pasquale, Lenny Green Hubbard, nobody on. They're the last of the eight from the opener in Chicago. The White Sox lead Washington 7-0 behind Ray Herbert. Dave Nicholson and Ronnie Hanson have homers. Big day for the Tigers. They lead the Orioles 11-4 after five and a half. 
Two home runs by Bill Freehattie to the man on it. One by John Orsino of Baltimore. Red Sox are out in the first without scoring at Kansas City. Dave Moorhead against Orlando Pena. Here are the warm-ups in Los Angeles for Cleveland. 20-game winner Dick Donovan for the Angels, Bo Borski. Right here we go to the eighth inning and the opener of a doubleheader. And Jose Pagan is up against Panas. Punts the ball, pops it in the air. Shot by Panas on the run near the line. Fielding play by Larry Bernard. That ball wasn't very high in the air. He really had to go fast to get to the line and pick it off. One away and nobody on. Now the eighth inning, the batter, Jack Stanford. Jack getting a hand from the fans here in the polo ground for his top pitcher. his wind up and the pitch is a strike a curve on the outside corner Larry Benares has been the most effective pitcher for the Mets in this giant series so far the exception of Jay Hook who pitched a good ball game in the opener on Friday night strike two called another one on the outside corner Nobody out in the eighth inning with the Giants leading by four runs. They're in front, six to two. Mouth out in front on the count. And the curve is fouled up toward the television booth and out of play. Harvey Keen at the top of the batting order will be hitting next. A ground ball hits sharply off the glove of Al Moran and on into left field. Al tried to backhand it on the first hop as he ran toward the hole. We'll wait for the scoring. It'll be an error charge for Al Moran. Runner and Harvey Keen coming up. And while we're waiting for Harvey, let's pause for station identification. WGY, the General Electric Station, Schenectady, New York. Bob Murphy with Lindsey Nelson and Ralph Tanner. We're in the eighth inning of the opener of the doubleheader. Harvey Keen is up. Harvey has been on with a walk, scored a run on Willie's homer. Otherwise, he's 0 for 3. Knee high fastball, strike one call. Let's have the infield straight away and hoping for a chance for two. Breaking ball in the dirt, but two has got it. One ball, one strike. Inside and low, two and one on Hart, Hitch, and Harvey. Keen, an 11-year veteran, 
Sam 300 hitter. Back to Bernard, he plays back to Burr right there. There's one, not a first. Double play, and the side is out. Larry Bernard to Larry Burr right to Tim Hartman. Second double play of the game for the New York Mets. No runs, no hits, one error, and none left on. And now at the end of seven and a half innings to score, the Giants six and the Mets two. Let's listen now to an old favorite brought up to date.
very hard to dampen the enthusiasm of the New York Mets baseball fans. Foul back, strike one. Now on the double by Eddie Crane's goal, the fans are once again yelling, let's go Mets. That has become the battle cry. They started yelling, let's go Mets, when they got off the subway and started walking to the polo ground. Fly ball pops into the air on the right side of the dam. And Ernie Bowman calling for it. Behind second, he has it for the out. Run away and one on. That brings up Tim Harkness. Tim has a home run in three times up. He homered leading off the second inning. Side and high. One ball, no strike. Now Sanford comes to the stop. And the pitch is popped foul toward the backstop, running back down Haller, but he'll have no play. It's against the screen. Tim Harkin. Hey, do you know why Rangel tastes so good? Well, dry tells you why. Why not find that out for yourself? Enjoy a cold glass of Rangel Extra Dry right now along with the game. Tim Howard, a nice into right field for a base hit. Rangel around third, he'll score. The peg comes in the second base.
You see the bat for Al Moran. Mets getting a long ball here. Feeling 6-3, last half of the eighth inning. available 
you'll want to get on the bandwagon right right away, I'm sure. As a baseball fan, you want this highly prized souvenir item in your collection. And to obtain your copy of the Meet the Mets record, send $1 to Mets official song, Polo Grounds, New York 39, New York. Moving now to the top of the ninth inning, the Giants coming up. They lead by three, and in the game for the Mets, the third base is Rod Janiel. Rod Janiel replacing Al Moran at the eighth position in the batting order. Charlie Neal is in the game. He is a move from third to short, also in the game at second base. Larry Burride. On the mound, it's Larry Bernard. And Larry now pitching to his first man here in the ninth inning, Felipe Lou, And he picks up a strike in the inside corner. Only one man has reached on Larry Bernard as a result of a base hit. That was Tom Howard with a single to center field and three innings of work. There's a curve over a lose hat. He goes down. One ball, one strike. Lewis won for four in the game, but his one hit, a long home run with a man on. Giants have scored five of their six runs on home runs. Three of them coming on Willie Mays' home run. Two on a lose. Albinard's back, a swing, a foul ball. The ball bouncing off the leg of Kitchen Coleman. Coleman walking out in front of home plate. Bounced out of the dirt and bounced up and hit Coleman right on the leg. One ball and two strikes now. Here's the final score. Ray Herbert pitched a three-hit shutout to defeat the Washington Senators eight to nothing. Home runs by Nicholson and Hanson, former Baltimore Oil players, accounting for three of the runs scored by the White Sox. Herbert, the winning pitcher, teaming the losing pitcher. Now Bernard's back inside with a fastball. Sends a little out of there. Two balls and two strikes. Bernard's a right-hander looking for design. He has a tough end in the head. Big man coming up. Now to pitch back to Lou. And there's a drive to left. It's really hit way back there. Thomas goes back. He makes the catch. catches in baseball to make, and that ball was well tagged by Felipe Rowe. So Bernard gets his first man out here in the ninth inning, and it brings up Willie McCovey. Willie has one hit and four times up. A little by going out, is now batting 368. He leads the National League. And the first pitch to McCovey is a curveball for ball one. Willie batting 321. His one hit a triple, a line shot over the head of right fielder Ed Cranepool. Cranepool playing a deep right field right now. Pitched back by Bernard is outside. One ball, now two. A home run hit by Lou, which is just like the ball that Thomas got, only harder to hit against the facade of the upper deck. 
Dual pitch inside for ball three. You look at the San Francisco Giant Club and you see some big men in McCovey and Cepeda. But Alou is probably built better than any of them. He is really strong. Now McCovey going for the 3-0 pitch, stopping the ball out by the pitcher's mound. But now it's up with it. He goes to first in time, out number two. And it brings up Willie May. Right hand batting first base for them. Here's the pitch by Bernard. Mays at first. 
And the pitch is a curve in the dirt, dug out by the catcher, ball one. Giants lead by three, top of the ninth inning. Larry Bernard, the third pitcher used in the game by manager Casey Stengel, working on the mound. Then in Cisco to starter, Tracy Stoddard after Cisco, now Larry. Here's the stretch position. The throw to the plate. A curve hit off the end of the bat down towards second base. Burright comes up with the ball. He throws the kneel at second base to retire the side. In the inning for the Giants, no runs on one hit. No has one man left. And the score at the end of eight and one half innings of play. The Giants six, the New York Mets three. And the Mets now coming to bat in the bottom half of the ninth inning. They will send up. Larry Burright, Johnny Neal, and possibly a pinch hitter for Larry Bernard. Well, fans, this is only the beginning of the next second great season, and with the crowd on in here today, it really is only the beginning. This could be the largest crowd ever. You and I, Lindsey Nelson and Bob Murphy, have got a date for over 130 more Mets broadcasts. So if I were you, well, I'd start stocking up right now with Ryan Gold Extra Drive. You know, nothing adds quite so much to your enjoyment of the game as settling back and relaxing with a tall, frosty glass of Rheingold. That's because Rheingold is beer's beer shit taste. And Dry tells you why. Yes, two little words extra dry tell you that Rheingold is brewed the long, slow, costly way for a flavor that's brisk and bright and clean clear through. So next chance you get, why don't you make it a point to open up or order up a bottle of glass of refreshing Rheingold extra dry. Enjoy it along with all of the New York Mets games. Bottom half of the ninth inning, the Mets need three to tie, and the first batter will be Larry Burright. Larry came in the game in place of Ron Hunt, Ron being taken out for a little bit of rest. He hasn't been feeling too well. He's had a very heavy curve. Oh, so here is Burright in the first pitch. The Burright has bounced slowly down towards George, cut off by the pitcher, and the throw to first is in time. Jack Sanford, working here in the ninth inning, looking for a complete game, has out number one, and the batter now will be Charlie Neal. Singled, walked, reached in the air, and struck out. He is one for three. Batting at 220. And the first pitch to Neal as he takes is a strike call. In the on-deck circle now, Jim Hickman, he'll bat for the pitcher. Larry Bernard. Pitch back by Sanford, a fastball, swing and a miss for strike two. Now Sanford back to work, and he misses outside. One ball and two strikes. Giants lead by three runs. They have six runs on 11 hits. The Mets have three runs and eight hits off. Starting pitcher Jack Stafford. Now Stafford back, and he catches a strike in the outside corner for call strike three. Stafford 
Crawford picking up his ninth strikeout of the game. He now has two outs. And the batter coming up is Jim Hickman. They need three to tie. Here's the pitch. And it's outside and low. One ball, one strike. Hickman leading the club and runs batted in. He has a total of 15. He has three home runs. He's batting 277. Now the big right-hander misses again outside. Two balls and one strike. Jack Stanford with a curveball. the right-hander again. There's the ball slowly topped down toward third. He goes foul. Second game is scheduled right after this game, and of course, it'll be a big one for the Giants and the Mets. The Giants win this one. They take over first place in the National League. And we'll have, in the second game, pitching Billy Pierce for the Giants. There's a pitch outside for ball three, and going for the Mets, Jack Stafford goes to work with two men out here in the ninth. And there's a swing and a mess for strike three. Again, strikeout by Jack Stafford ending the ball game as Jim Hickman goes down swinging in the inning for the Mets. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left in the final score of the game. The Giants six, New York Mets three. We'll be back with a recap of the ball game in just 60 seconds. Catcher suspects the runner will steal. Well, it's the right time for him to call for a pitch out. And if you suspect that your present silver cigarette is stealing some of the pleasure you get out of smoking, well, it's the right time for you to try Viceroy. Because Viceroy tastes the way you'd like a silver cigarette to taste. Not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste that's right. What do I mean by the taste that's right? Well, if you smoke all seven leading filler brands, you'll find some taste just like the unfiltered kind. And as you might suspect, they taste too strong. While other brands seem to be all filter, no flavor. They just plain taste too light. But Viceroy's not too strong, not too light. Viceroy's got the taste is right. So next time you buy cigarettes, make it Viceroy. In the familiar soft back or the new slide shot case. Either way, Viceroy's got the taste is right. Well, Jack Stafford went all the way for the San Francisco Jacks to pick up his fifth win of the year. He's lost only one. Last year he won 24 and lost seven, so he's well on his way to being another 20-game winner for the Jacks. The losing pitch in the game was Galen Cisco. His record now one and two. Galen worked the first four innings. He was charged with five runs. All the runs 
coming on home run, a three-run home run by Willie Mays and a two-run home run by Philippe Alou. The other run in the game was scored by the Giants off of Tracy Stollard, and it was unearned as Stollard gave up the one run on two hits. He struck out two and his one inning to work. The bright spot for the Mets was Larry Bernard. Larry pitched the 14 batters, gave up only two hits, and he pitched fine baseball in pitching four fine innings. Larry has no record so far this year, but he has now gone the longest he has ever gone for the Mets, and he certainly has shown up well so far for the Mets. This is his fourth game, and in a total of 11 innings, he has given up only eight hits, and he has allowed only one earned run. So Larry Bernard, the star of the game, along with Jim Hotchett, who had a home run in a single, and another single, three hits actually in the game, the home run, his first home run of the Major League season for him as a New York Mets. That's the story of the game. It's the Giants on top. They scored six runs and 11 hits. They made two errors. The Mets had three runs on eight hits. They also made two errors in the ball game. Don't forget, the second game coming your way very shortly in about 20 minutes. Scheduling the pitch for the Mets, it'll be Charles Welly and going for the Giants, Billy Pierce. Right now, though, we'll return you to your respective stations. I hope you enjoyed today's classic game. It's brought to you by Classic Internet Broadcast. In this day in baseball, this day in baseball has thousands of classic moments in baseball history. Pick a day, season, player, and you will see countless memories and moments. Willie Mays, Orlando Cepeda, Willie McCovey, Duke Schneider, these guys have tremendous pages on this day in baseball with biographies, career moments. Uh, it's just an endless amount of of days that they, they have that you could just celebrate. So you can go on to May 5th, thisdayinbaseball.com, and you can check out their pages. And thanks for joining us today. And remember, the best way to help us is to like, share, post a review. We'd love to hear from you. You can email me directly at tom at thisdayinbaseball.com, and I'd love to hear your feedback. Until next time, we'll see you at the ballpark. <laughs>